0: Welcome to How You Spend Your Days. This is the show where we explore debt, break down the stigma around talking about money, and give you a behind-the-scenes look at my own journey of becoming debt-free. My name is Colin. And I'm Calvin. Yep. So this week, we have a new guest. Uh, I'm joined this week by my friend Calvin Fung. Uh, We're actually uh, on another podcast together. And uh, what's your show about, Calvin? Uh, You can find my show, which is called Coding with Calvin, and that's kind of chronicling my journey of learning how to code. If you can't guess by now, we're kind of fans of accountability podcasts, and so Coding with Calvin is uh, kind of documenting his journey in learning how to become a software developer, Uh, and I'm a recurring guest on that show, and so I thought it would be fun to bring Calvin onto this show so we could talk about things, because we have, uh, in particular, a pretty specific uh, principle that we joke about around <laughs> expenses and how much things cost day to day um, that I thought would be interesting to share with everybody and just kind of have this exercise. Uh, one of the big goals that I had on um, my last episode was to inventory my expenses, which is something that i 've done since that last episode and uh, you know we 've mentioned on the show with tanya that i don 't believe i 'm in debt because of Starbucks. But there were some interesting numbers that, you know, until you write down every single one of those expenses, I just wasn't paying attention to. And uh, we're going to dig into that today.
1: Yeah, uh, I think that's really good to do. That's something that I can do a better job of myself. Um, I kind of depend on my credit card company and service to tell me where my money is going. I, I definitely didn't manually go through each line item to to figure out how much money I'm spending on coffee like
0: you did. Do you use anything to kind of, other than your statements, like do you use like mint or anything like that to kind of see like generally rolled up categories of? I used mint for a while and um,
1: I found it helpful, but there were categories it didn't recognize and I got lazy about going into mint and then again, going line item by line item to uh, reorganize everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so what I did was I created a spreadsheet and I used Mint, but I went in and manually went through just October just to get a sense. Um, and I wanted to actually type them all out in the spreadsheet just so I could get a true sense of what was going on. And the thing that was most surprising to me was the frequency of some of the purchases, um, mostly around coffee um, or coffee shops, which was also food uh, in terms of being able to just like go out and grab food because I didn't pack food or mm-hmm. you know didn't go home. Um, So I think we'll just run through these. I'm not going to run through every expense for the entire month because that's like a really boring podcast. But um, I think going in categories would be interesting. um, And then we can kind of talk about what we see, um, you know, generally amongst like our friend group and, you know, in terms of consumption and
1: expenses and things like that. So before we go into that, for our listeners, what was your biggest surprise after looking at the month of October?
0: Um, So definitely in the areas of food, drink, coffee, that kind of stuff. So it's like consuming... Things that, yes, you need food to live, but mm-hmm. the amount of it and where I was getting it from and all of that, it seemed just like very low-hanging fruit in terms of things that I can fix for sure, sure. the future. Yeah, I don't think you're alone there. I think most of us
1: probably spend more than we'd like on food and drink, but we don't don't realize it or are too lazy to do anything about it. I know it's easier for me to just go buy lunch instead of going to the grocery store, making a menu, picking right. out all the groceries, spending time to cook it, pack it, bring it.
0: Yeah, which is interesting because a lot of those things like food meal prep and things like that coincide with a lot of other goals that we might have, whether it's, you know, in the gym or working sure. and things like that, too. So mm-hmm. I, I can definitely say like some of these things where I'm in a rush and I didn't make food then translates into me being in a rush for my day, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe didn't work out and then ate something not necessarily perfectly healthy. Right. Um, Because you're tired and hungry (laughs) and it's late. Yeah. And you waited too long to actually go get food. And so you're getting whatever's nearby. Yeah. So, um, so in general, uh, I have, I broke down uh, my general expenses, things that I have every month, like health insurance that I pay for myself um, because I'm a freelancer. Um, I have my business expenses, which are paid through my business, but that's still money that doesn't get to be paid to me because it's going out the door. So that is something that I've written down as well. Um, Rent and utilities. And then the big one that I was really curious to look at was subscriptions. I think this is another one that people get bogged down with just another subscription, right? We have Netflix, HBO. Amazon. Amazon. (laughs) subscribed <laughs> yeah so your amazon kindle things you know whatever these services are and some of those are yearly so they don't really sneak up on you so like you know i think we both play for pay for psn for playstation and you know some of these entertainment minded things and i think most of the subscriptions fall into the entertainment category um i'm so glad we pay for the privilege of getting angry at <laughs>
1: <laughs> playing video games, yeah we get to play games.
0: with people on the internet yeah. um and then I've got my car category, so car insurance and gas uh and then I have some miscellaneous, so my my phone um is a pretty fixed payment every month, and then um things I think there's only really one other thing um uh, which is payments to credit cards uh so my actual either minimum balances for right now, and then shifting into the near future once I get my credit card plan in place moving those payments to whatever they're going to look like as Mm -hmm. expenses each month. Right. So um, the big one, um, we're going to go ahead and skip over the other ones. Most of those are numbers that I've looked at uh, and have gotten them down to as low as they can be. My my rent um, is in a great place for where I live in town and for just the fact that our rents in Reno have been going up. So that's not something I can really do much about short of maybe getting a roommate or something. What about your health insurance?
1: That's something I'm not too familiar with because I don't freelance and mm-hmm. I just go with my employer. But um, do you
0: shop around for that? Um, I'm going, I'm now in the period, we're in the time of year where you get to. Um, so I pay $480 a month for health insurance, um, which, you know, for most people, they're paying somewhere around there um, in terms of it's coming out of their paychecks or right. a part of it is. Right. You know, some companies are paying 100% of that um and then you know some of my other ex- it's not an expense per se cuz it's withholding and we talked about in the past is that from my money you know when i get paid from clients i have to think about paying my uh my benefits so to speak and my taxes because they don't come out of my checks regularly
1: right right I hope you're good at accounting for all
0: of those <laughs> expenses. Yeah, so I've been playing around with a few apps that will help track those things um, and put them into separate accounts and help you pay those so that you don't get in the mindset of using that money. Right. Um, and we'll talk about more of those in the future. There's There have been some other freelancers that I've been talking to about how they do it. and um, I just moved... All of my expenses and income over to Simple, which is a bank I've been using for a few years, um, just very much on the side. And so now I moved it to be my, my primary account mm-hmm. um, just because they let you set up virtual goals and expenses so that I can actually put the buckets of money and sort the money so that when I get paid, it get all those expenses get paid, essentially, in my accounts. Right. And then it shows me how much money I actually have after all those debts uh, right. you know, expenses have been accounted for. Okay. Cool. So, um under subscriptions, before we move on to the the fun categories, uh, the only one I have one subscription for ten dollars a month, which is Spotify, so that's really the only one that I have. Uh, I've tried going off of it, but I use so much of Spotify, and I don't buy music anywhere else, yeah, um so I've gone back to premium just because you know the ads are obviously designed to get you to upgrade, sure um and i just couldn't hear another home depot ad so <laughs> or another spotify ad they've oh. had their own i mean ads with spotify ads yeah so that one was a, was a must. Um, I guess one life hack. I think this is something that everybody does, right? Is that we've all taken turns with paying the Netflix bill. So you know, I'm using your Netflix, and you were on my Netflix for a while. Why are we Why are we advertising <laughs> this? this is, actually, this, show this is, is fine. not sponsored by Netflix. So yeah. Probably never will be. And they do say you can have up to like
1: a few accounts. So I guess yeah. it's nothing bad. Yeah. So same and we.
0: Paul. I mean, think about that though, right? Everyone's paying Netflix. Most people are not using it at the same time. Right. Um, I don't pay for any of the other ones. I don't really care what's coming out. I guess I have Amazon Prime, so I have that. That's a yearly thing. Mm-hmm. So I think you automatically get shows through that. Yeah, but do you watch things off of Amazon I do Prime? not. <laughs> You're using it for the two-day shipping benefit, I'm guessing. Yeah, I, which is, seems to be less important these days. But, um Because I don't really buy stuff on Amazon as much as I used to. Like when I'm looking at these expenses, you'll note that they're all things that are the exact same every month. Like I do not go out and buy clothes, I do not go out and buy other things. Like it's just, it's something that I used to do a lot and I just don't do that anymore. There's random projects and, you know, things that I might buy as gifts and things, but it's very rare. Like I'm not going out and buying shoes and clothes and cars and things like that.
1: Right. So you find other ways to spend your money.
0: Yeah, which brings us into these categories. Fun so, money. most of the money, um, aside from the expenses that that have to happen, uh, go into four categories that I've written down here, which is coffee shops, groceries slash Target, um, which is just in general like you know toilet paper, paper towels, things that I need to have. Cat litter. I have two cats. So it's a yeah. small expense. There is uh, a problem. Two cats. <laughs> I am in debt because of, of uh, cat ownership. No. Uh, restaurants is the third one. And then uh, just and general entertainment. So I'd put bars and movies and things like that under that category. Bars and movies. So, okay. Mostly because w- we have a movie habit in our friend group. Just That's in, true. In terms of when there's lots of movie releases, we like to go to the opening nights and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I did was I broke down all these numbers just for October. Which um, I think was a slightly higher month than normal, um, just because I was going out more. Right. Um, and so with that, the all four of those categories totaled up to uh, eleven $1, hundred and sixty dollars. So that's mostly food and eating out and drinking. I would say, is yeah. is that much for October? That sounds like a lot,
1: but I'm sure for other for some people, that's I'm sure people spend more than that. No, oh, so, totally. Yeah, don't feel too bad.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the thing that I'm trying to get at is actually having a set budget for uh, food, which I just – I don't have set budgets for anything. I just spend until I don't – until I can't. Yeah, Um, I'm kind of in that boat too.
1: (laughs) So when you have a budgeting episode, I need to listen to that.
0: Yeah, and I mean the way that I've been doing that now is that honestly I've been shopping at Target for my groceries when I'm there to get these other things, which – I've discovered is not the best way to buy food. Right, um, it's convenient. It's one shop, you know, and I'm done. Uh, it's and probably I, not the cheapest though. That's or the, or what the freshest, or that's yeah, that's the issue. Right? Yeah. So, um, you know, so that that category of three hundred and sixty three dollars, like I just don't have the receipts from. Those to know, like, how much of that was just food versus these things around the house that, honestly, those things, you know, I buy laundry soap. I don't need to buy that every month. That's, like, a right. once every six months thing or whatever. So Yeah. Um, but I can I'd shop
1: t- at Costco and buy it once every, like, five years. Yeah,
0: that's true. you will be fine. <laughs> but even shopping at Costco is interesting because as, like, a single person, there's just certain things you cannot buy at Costco that will be cheaper. Like, you could buy – you could get a lot of stuff for 50 bucks, but mm-hmm. it's, like, 5 you know, a lot of five things. It's not enough to make a full meal for different things or, you know, be living off of that. And so there's some strategies that I have that I'm going to start working in around things that I just know that I'm going to eat a lot in quantity and just get those at Costco. Right. Um, Do you have a Costco membership? I do, yeah. Yeah. That's
1: is that one of your subscriptions?
0: Well, uh, it's through my family's oh. membership, so out, right okay. now I don't pay for that. There you go. Um, it's through the business, but that actually probably is going to be changing soon, so I need to look into that and see. Um, but yeah, I think. You know, making sure that like a Costco membership is that worth it for me versus, you know, maybe it makes sense to have one for my business um, or Mm -mm. whatever that might look like. But I think breaking these four categories down even more, so like coffee shops, looking at that number of 233 um, per month, that would be... Have you done how much that is per day? I haven't, but I can tell you that there were more than 30 transactions. For coffee shops, which for that month would be more than once per day.
1: Yeah, so that's uh, seven dollars and seventy six cents for thirty days. Right. But so some days you're probably not going. Some days you're going more than once.
0: Um, more than once, or I'm also buying food, or maybe I've yeah, like I've gone in the morning and then I go for some pick me up in the afternoon. Right. And this category is interesting, just because there's a lot of people out there who talk about you know, getting rid of your daily lattes in order to get out of debt. And it, while it's not a huge number, if I could just eliminate, you know, $250, $300, $400, whatever that might be from this $1,100, that can go towards servicing of debt mm-hmm. uh, or any other things that are going to help me to get out of debt faster. Yeah. Um, and the real kicker is that we have coffee, like the co-working space we work at, we already buy coffee. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> From Costco.
0: Yeah. Well, we get it on the internet and yeah. it shows up. And so technically, like, we're I'm buying coffee twice because the business is buying coffee and then I'm buying coffee. Um, and I th- we've talked about this a little bit and there's a little, I think it's a ritual for me in terms of like having that transaction of going mm-hmm. and talking to people and having that, which I... It's can, a habit. It's a habit that I've developed, so... Figuring out how to replace that and not necessarily cut it out completely, but getting it to be a point where it's either something I do on the weekend or a couple times a week instead of one to two times a day.
1: So what do you want it to be? Do you want to cut down that number, that dollar amount, or do you want to cut down the times you go there?
0: That's that's what I have to figure out. I think... I've noticed a compulsion to go because it's a habit. Like every morning it's what I do. Right, Uh, And so either replacing that with a habit of me coming in and making it here, um, you know, maybe doing, you know, some fancy way, right. Doing a pour over or something that makes it into a ritual. Right. Because we have the coffee here and we have, you know, literally every way you could possibly make coffee in the co So it's pretty good coffee too. I'm a coffee (laughs) snob and you guys have pretty good coffee. Yeah. So I think figuring out how to replace that ritual with something else um, is just generally good, um, and then figuring out how to not make sure that when I do go, I'm not buying food because I think the f- the food it's like yeah that markup is, is crazy is pretty high yeah that's right
1: yeah um, I will say that I buy I spend ten dollars on coffee a bag of coffee and that lasts me several weeks yeah but that does I guess if you don't have a coffee maker that's another expense you have to c- consider. But if you can get that ritual and do that at home you'd be, you know, spending $10 every 2 weeks right. instead of $7 a day.
0: Definitely. So, that's just, you know, like I said in the last episode, I'm not in debt because of Starbucks, but being mindful of where the money's going and actually sitting down and looking. Yeah. It it is going to coffee. Um, but coffee was beat out by my expense on groceries which if I was spending four hundred dollars a month on groceries, I think that would be fine. That's about a hundred a week. Yeah, that's a lot still for one person. That is um, a lot. Yeah, but that's not all. I'm g- I'm also eating out to a tune of another four hundred dollars a month.
1: Wait, so you have four hundred in groceries and <laughs> four hundred in eating out? <laughs> yes.
0: So, which when you out to eat, getting to four hundred is pretty easy. Especially oh yeah, definitely. If, you know, you're going out with people, and you have you know, if you add drinks or anything like that, you're going to get there really quickly. Yeah.
1: That's probably the number one money-saving tip is don't drink when you go out yeah. and have dinner. Um, they make most of their money through drinks and desserts. That's the craziest markup. Yeah. You're paying $10 for a glass of wine when they paid $7 for the bottle, if that.
0: Yeah. So I think for the restaurant one, I think for me, I can look at this and see, like the bars and movies thing is pretty sporadic. Like mm-hmm. I could easily set a limit for like entertainment budget and be okay with that right but looking at the food element of this which is restaurants and groceries setting you know having those common staples for like breakfast so that i never have to worry about ever eating out for breakfast which i still like when i go to starbucks i might get something you know with my coffee or whatever right so easy yeah so convenient (laughs) so being able to limit that um i think will really help um and i think again taking that same tactic of maybe the restaurant thing the issue here is that we like to go out um and you know for from a just entertaining perspective um but even with a lot of our friends like we like to do things at people's houses where we bring food over yeah uh and you know do drinks in which ends up being way 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 cheaper than going out yeah um so doing more of that and just going out to eat less i think in general will be pretty easy to do for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about this in general? Like, Is this something that you think you would do with your expenses just to kind of see where things are going so that you get a sense of it? Or is it... Uh, to be honest, I'm a little afraid of this activity. <laughs> um, I think most people are. Um,
1: I know a lot of my money is going towards food and drink. I, I know that for a fact. I don't shop either, but I love going out to be social, and that means... Having drinks with dinner or having drinks before dinner, having mm-hmm. drinks after dinner, having drinks with dinner um that's like I said that's really expensive uh drinking drinking out um but yeah, it is something I you know to to master this to to gain control of your finances, I think that is something that everybody has to do. you got to figure out where it's going before you can start controlling it,
0: yeah, and I think we're both big fans of um bullet journaling. And what I'm doing for December is what I'm actually writing down every time I spend money. Right. So I have a new like sheet that I've started where every time I spend money, I'm physically writing it down so that I get that, you know, that exercise of I'm physically writing it out Mm -hmm. because I'm mostly going to use a card. And we've talked about this too. Like some people like using cash because you are physically giving away your money and you feel like you're giving that away. Yeah. I abhor carrying cash. Like it just doesn't work for me. Like. Maybe if it really worked in helping me save money, then I should do it. But I just mm-hmm. – I feel like money disappears faster when I have cash.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just hate carrying around change. Yeah. Because um, – We I do ha- have I a haven- pretty
0: messed up coin system. Yeah, yeah. I have no way
1: to <laughs> – I mean, I'm jingling around and there's coins that I can't really spend and then I just accumulate coins at home. Right. I-, I don't like using cash for that reason. But I have traveled to places in the world or even in this country
0: where you need to have cash to get around. Yeah. Um Yeah. So. But I, if the problem with cash for me, if I'm not writing all these down, is that I would have to write them down to know where it's going. By using a card, yeah, some people argue you can just keep swiping and you just don't know where your money's going, but... You do know because those statements come and Mint knows where everything went and mm-hmm. Simple knows where everything went. And I like being able to see those those graphs and charts and be able to have that info. Yeah, um, It's just like you, I've been running on autopilot and just haven't been looking at where that stuff's going. So I'm trying to be more mindful of that. And part of my bullet journaling is going to be looking at that ledger every week figuring out where my money's going, see where I'm at in terms of my budgets. Um, So part of that ledger will be kind of a budget system um, so that I can have a sense of, you know, I think one goal would be to get the number of coffees down to, you know, half of what it was. Sure. um, Or setting it on, you know, weekends only or, you know, only if I'm going to coffee with somebody or some kind of rule around that.
1: Right, right. Are you going to share these rules with your listeners?
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know what they are yet. This is mostly just me inventorying and knowing where my money's going. Um, the next episode, um, we're also not going to have Tanya with us next week. So uh, I'm going to be doing, um, I think maybe that'll be a good way of sharing what, what this is going to turn into um, because December will be next next week as well. So I'll be able mm. to share how the ledgering is working. Um, and I also want to take questions. I think next week's going to be a solo show. so if you have any questions or tips or anything that, that has been working for you and you've been trying to uh you know wrangle your money, I would love to hear any questions that you have. We actually have gotten quite a few questions about the show that uh, I've been collecting that I'm going to share uh, especially a lot around why now mm-hmm. um, and people just especially friends and people who have known me um why now, and a lot of people have actually come and talked to me about just like the kinds of debt that they're in something that most freelancers and professionals just don't talk about. So I think it'll be interesting to kind of start inviting those people on the show as well as answering those questions on the show live. So, yeah. Hey, we haven't talked about the principle. Yeah. So let's talk about, uh, in the grand scheme of spending money, uh, what is the principle that we have kind of made up?
1: Um, I call it the cocktail principle Mm -hmm. because, Cocktails in Reno average a, a good cocktail a decent cocktail will average you about ten dollars, yeah, so when I think of a purchase, I try and think of uh, how many cocktails that would cost me, um, so the cocktail principle is dividing the total cost of whatever I want to purchase by ten okay. right. Uh, I don't know when I came up with this. I think it was
0: the drill. It was like there was a piece of hardware. Yeah, there was a piece of hardware,
1: (laughs) a power tool. So I recently bought a home and I wanted to, I don't know, I I wanted to accumulate some power tools so that I would have every tool I would need to fix up things that would occur maybe in 1% of the time I would own this home. And um, you talked me out of it. And I said, no, it's only going to cost me about three cocktails. The thing was like $30. So, I mean, that's three cocktails when we go out. I'll have this power tool for the rest of my life or however long it, until it breaks. Why why don't I just buy it?
0: Yeah, and I think that one's interesting because there's like these crazy stats about tools that like the average power drill at home has only been used like 25 minutes. Sure. Um, and everyone has one uh, yeah. versus this idea of having like a shared tool library or something that we could all have these tools that we can share. And one of the subscriptions that I do pay for that I didn't talk about, Is actually to a makerspace, which is something I pay $50 a month to. And I have access to thousands and thousands of dollars of tools Um, and including space to do work in. I don't use it every month. Right. But it's also a nonprofit. So to me, it's like, you know, that's my nonprofit giving, but it's also a thing I want to see in the world um, so that people don't have to go out and buy those things. But, you know, we've also, we joke anytime now when we do spend money, it's like, okay, how many cocktails is that trip going to cost? And, some of the books that i've been reading like um your money or your life uh vicky robin talks about the idea of like money as life energy is that you worked your you used your time to get money which is sure. you use your life energy to get that money yeah so is that thing like whatever your hourly rate is or whatever is now think of that, that drill in terms of how long it takes to earn it, right? Instead of how much, um, how many cocktails <laughs> does it costs. Yeah, think if that drill
1: is worth like three hours of your life or six hours of your right. life. Or, is it worth it? Uh, an hour of your life or, or whatever it is. I think, yeah, it's it's just a way of, I've quantified purchases. I'm not sure if it's a healthy or unhealthy way of doing it, but it certainly made me think uh, <laughs> it's it makes us
0: realize how much we drink. Yeah,
1: more. that's that's actually it. I'm like, wow, I've spent a lot of money drink I've wasted a lot of money drinking. Yeah, I've
0: realized that. And I think that might be the the change, right? Is that as we shift from spending money going out to spending money on these tools that we can use to make things or create things, I think is a different kind of energy, right? Because mm-hmm. we can now think about like the cocktail principle. It's like, okay, well, how many, how much work did we have to do to pay for a night out, and was that worth it? Yeah, um, is another way. And that then way. the time it costs. <laughs> us the next day when we're hungover and we can't do anything fun or productive yeah this is going to be uh debt anonymous alcoholic, <laughs> alcoholics anonymous. Yeah. So. Um, no not to joke about that but it's uh it's something that is true like if it's something that you do spend money on you know thinking about how to quantify that so that you know where it's going is important that's what this exercise was for me is just you know I was dismissing spending money on coffee as, oh, it can't be that much. Um, mm-hmm. But lots of little paper cuts add up and sure. turn into this thing that can be turned around and used to service debt. Or once your credit cards are paid off, start to you know invest into your investment accounts. Or in case of freelancers and things, making sure that you're putting into some kind of retirement vehicle that you aren't guaranteed as a freelancer. So figuring out where you can start to move that money in the future becomes pretty important
1: yeah and have it done automatically so that you don't have to put any effort into it Definitely. just just have an app or some kind of system where it automatically does it for you
0: yeah so that's uh that's the cocktail principle and that's my general inventory of expenses um I'm going to share some of these things on the website. So, uh I still owe uh the listeners the numbers on the website which is how you spend your days.com. Um there is a tab called the numbers that you can click on. Um I'm actually working on a Google spreadsheet that it's going to be linked there. So, it's going to have kind of a dashboard um which will have some graphs and things that are kind of counting down to getting out of debt. So, uh if you want to follow along with that um, or offer any kind of tips or questions like I said earlier, um, feel free to email us or tweet at us uh, at HowYouSpend on Twitter and HowYouSpend at gmail.com. And you can find all of that on the website at HowYouSpendYourDays.com. And I want to thank Calvin for coming on the show this week and standing in for uh, as our co host, and uh, yeah. can you let everybody know where we can find you and your show at?
1: Yeah. Um, so you can find me on Twitter at The Calvin Effect, and you can find my show on iTunes um, and Google Play. Uh, I also have a website where I will be posting a blog as well as um, the uh, podcast episodes, so you can follow along there, and it is
0: codingwithcalvin.com. Awesome. Well, that will wrap for this week. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Music in this episode from Blue Dot Sessions.